2: It is time for the wake-up call. You can call us at 404-726-0929. Maybe you have a thing or two to say about people storming the field. Maybe you have a thing or two to say about what the Falcons should do with that eighth overall draft pick we've been discussing this morning. What some pundits had to say about them trying to trade up.
0: I'm also certain that we might get some seven on seven camp calls. Uh, yeah. Might have, some yeah. Do, might have some of those coming Maybe through. Maybe well. somebody was there,
1: yeah, yesterday and they <laughs> want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm open uh, to hearing know. what you what you know what you saw there yesterday.
0: Uh, PG rated version.
1: Yeah. You
2: know?
0: We'll see what happens. I don't know.
1: Well, I mean, that, that fight was pretty PG
0: to be honest with you. <laughs> well, thank God. Thank yeah. God it was, man. That's just it's so infuriating me. I'm telling you, as a guy who's been around those seven on sevens, they get out of hand so fast, the trash talk is so ridiculous and over the top, and there's not uniforms on. Like you're not physically taking your Anger out on anybody. So, uh, and I say uniforms, I mean pads. Um, so it's just—it's it, frustrating
1: all the way around. Honestly, those things sometimes seem more more for the everyone else and not the players.
2: Let's go to the that. lines. We got Squid billion in Dallas. What a way Good to start morning. the week! <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Good morning, Good morning everybody, morning old
3: Squid, sir. uh Yeah, listen, not much of a wake up call. I just wanted to respond to the storm the court uh, whole thing. I was just wondering what you guys thought, like if the rule because they're they're going to be hard to enforce, but whatever it is, but could it be where it's like isolated to a specific section, like just the student section is allowed to storm, uh, where or whatever's opposite of the locker room, uh, you know that that uh, hallway just so that there's more of a flow to the traffic. Like, what do you guys think? Do you think that would be maybe the best option to kind of compromise on that? What do you think?
2: Um, I, I like where you're headed with it. At least thinking about, hey, you can only enter in from this side. Um, I just think it would be hard to pull that off yeah. or how you would maybe relocate the student section so that's away from the opposing locker room. I mean, every every stadium, every arena is set up differently. Yeah, but I'm not sure about a lot of the basketball ones that they're coming out. I've been at football stadiums where teams come out on the same side, just opposite tunnels. Yeah,
0: I, I think he's on to something. But he's on to something. I would say that you might be better off if you had just like a line of security to, to make a tunnel for the guys. You know, not really, knock it down to one section, but if you had a line of security come out and maybe they're kind of holding a rope and they make their own walkway for the actual players and say, hey, we'll be there. You need to get off the floor as soon as possible when you're you know in an away environment. I but I don't know I don't I don't know if you can just knock it down to one section because <laughs> it's like that the dam breaks and all of a sudden you're looking around going I don't know who to hold accountable at this point like, yeah, people, I don't know where people yeah. where they're coming from so yeah
1: and I don't mind the storm the 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 storming of the court it's just you know you can't touch these other players you can't physically assault them that's the issue you know whether you think a little shove is an assault or not. You know, in those in those circumstances, it, it it can be catastrophic. This guy, no, Filipowski's fine, but I think I don't think he's a career threatening. But it could you could damage these guys' careers, uh, and it just
2: telling you you have to try to have your wits about you. But it's hard to have your wits about you when you are surrounded by a sea. Uh, That's the thing uh, you can't really see you where can. you're running. Somebody no. might
0: dodge him, but if you're behind somebody and you can't see, and you just and, KO- and to your the dude, point like, too, yeah. and
2: trying to find maybe where security might be trying to funnel you to. I don't even see how you can do that. I, I go to uh, Mississippi State. They stormed the field after their bowl game, and I couldn't find uh, Will Rogers for an interview. And they actually had the aerial cam, like looking around for me finding him, and made <sighs> made light of it. But that's just to show you, you can't, you can't find anything.
0: Yeah, the, the, holding up the, the folder. I had my I had my mic. I was like jumping <laughs> up, like.
2: <laughs> but hey, you can't. Will. <laughs> you I'm can't find you can't find anybody it's just yeah. so hard yeah um all right back to the lines we go we got drew and marietta good morning drew
3: good morning guys how are y'all doing first, sir how are you good good uh so my wake-up call is going to be for the mlb writers who wrote their top 100 this week um, I thought there were some real hits and, and some real misses. Um, for example, um, Edwin Diaz. When he's healthy, he's a top fifty player, right? With the Mets, sure. they had him at number eighty. But we don't know what we're getting. He uh, he ruptured his uh, his patellar tendon, and I don't. I mean, when it comes to the mechanics of baseball, especially as a pitcher, um, you really need that knee to be solid, and he, especially for him, he's a he's a power pitcher. So they, I don't even know if you can really put him in the top one hundred if you're and if you are, then I think in the same breath, they also left out Tyler Matzik, who, you know, he's coming off Tommy John surgery and also missed pretty much all of last year. Um, but he wasn't even in the top one hundred, and that's my wake up call, guys.
2: Yeah.
0: I will say this, when Edwin Diaz is healthy, he is the one of the more filthy uh relievers, period, in baseball. There's no doubt about it. So I think I think when you're writers like this and you're making a list, don't you guys think this? It's almost like you have to include like at least a couple of nasty setup men, relievers, and things like that, well, or else you miss the boat. And I think it's just so hard to diagnose that year to year when you talk about bullpens and who's going to be good, who's going to be bad.
1: The massive thing is very the masic DS thing is very simple to me. One is an elite closer. The other, and and I know that we have a lot of love for him for what he did in that twenty one season, yeah. but he's he's a he's not a closer. And that closer, that specialization role, automatically gives you more pub. And you know, Matzik was an elite. Because you have stats at that point. Well, you have, you yeah. Have stat, you have saves, you and have holds, whatever. And look, Diaz has never had a moment like Tyler Matzik had, had in that game six of the NLCS. That's, the, that's one of the greatest situational pieces of pitching Tyler I've ever Nutzik. seen in my entire life. Tyler Nutzik. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you got you to gotta finish it. I was like, not like, I don't know how to follow that. Uh, oh, yeah. look who's joined us. Uh, we got Garrett in the house, looking <laughs> like he's fresh he's off uh, Mr. G a, a G weekend unit at there. AMS. G-Unit.
2: <laughs> back to the lines. We got Larry waiting on us in the truck. What's going on, Larry? Larry.
3: Good morning. Good morning. Hope everybody's doing good. Um, yeah, I guess I got a little bit of a wake-up call for the rest of the Hawks to step up and kind of make sure that they, uh, you know, up for their fallen brother who's not going to be there for a month. But i got two other things. Secondly, uh, this is my 13th year and my 9th year married. So me and the wife were celebrating our 9-year anniversary and 13 years together. And one of the things we did was we went and did the Polar Plunge with for the Special Olympics with 27 police and sheriff departments. And if you haven't ever done that or
0: I'll take that polar plunge. I ain't scared. You You know what I mean? Like, hey, a little uh, ice tub. Hey,
1: congratulations, Larry, and your wife on uh, being together 13 years and nine years of marriage. And uh, that's a really cool thing you did with the polar plunge. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm probably – you uh, you can invite me. I might be busy or something, though. I don't know. (laughs) 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 Hey, if I do it, you're doing it, man.
0: Come on.
2: Back to the lines. Good morning, Phillip, who is driving through Madison, Georgia.
0: Hey,
2: good morning,
3: guys. What's up, man? Um – couple of things first off when I first heard about the court storming I thought we could go to a—I could just see in my head basketball courts start looking like hockey courts hockey rings then I thought about um, ancient history overseas in Europe England and Liverpool 96 I think it was fans died at a uh, core uh, At a fence, at a, uh, they're trying to storm the field, and it was a massive catastrophe and devastating accident where many died.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think to his point, like you'd hate to have to see it end up in a situation where it was like a hockey hockey rink no, you, right? yeah, <laughs> you got oh. the nets, and the and I, I don't, I don't want to see that happen at all. I just don't know. I don't know what the middle game is. It, it comes to a point where, you know, we talked for a long time about putting the uh, netting all the way down the baseline in baseball, and they finally did that. Yeah. And I don't think it's so much taken away, but, man, I don't want to see that happen in a basketball game. Well, like we also tend
1: to, you know, we, everything blows up to the nth degree right after it happens, as far as the biggest thing ever, and then these things kind of go away. We've had a couple instances this year. I just, again, I, I think there needs to be onus on the fans. When they storm the court, that's fine. That's great. But – you are liable to be charged if if you
0: a player goes down and they want to press charges. What about this? What about this? What if what if you are the AD at Wake and you said if you're a fan or a student and you get caught on the court, your ability to buy student tickets to the game is taken away? Like what if it, What if you have some kind of facial recognition? And I hate that thought. My God, it makes me want to puke. Even having it come out of my mouth, I'm just, I'm just thinking out loud. That's all I, I'm saying.
1: I, I guess I, you know, the one to play devil's advocate. How many times has a player been seriously injured after a court storming? I don't know. We only I, know about I, the superstars. I have no idea. I'm just kidding. I have no well, idea. Have no well, book. and that, and that's it. So, it's the topic of it's so the topic de jour. But that, but you know, Caitlin Clark went down. She went down on the floor. She was, she was looking one way. The other girls was looking the other way. They collided. This I don't know this just it just I understand why people are a little upset with oh, you're just being a crabby, but you gotta there's 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 two sides to it. I don't know if banning is quite the thing we want to go to. there just needs to be some repercussions.
2: We got Dwight and Ellen Wood good morning dwight
3: Good morning, good morning, good morning. How is everybody? Hey, man, good, good. I say don't no storming on the field, no storming on the court. It doesn't make any sense. I'm with, the four, I'm with four years at Maryland. Never try to get on the field, never try to get on the court because there is a safety situation. It will happen if they continue to do this. Somebody's going to get hurt very seriously where, unfortunately, it could be possibly a death. I don't want that to happen. But it just doesn't make any sense. If your team wins, get out the arena, go enjoy yourself, go to a bar, restaurant, wherever the case may be. The storming on the court does not make any kind of sense. I know the people and the fans like to enjoy themselves and stuff, but somebody is going to get seriously hurt, and then that's when they're going to stop making rules and stuff. And it, it doesn't make any sense. Enjoy the victory. Get off. Get out the arena. Get out the stadium and enjoy it.
0: you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Modelo is your reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app,
3: you
1: can get baseball your way.
2: Yeah, I don't uh, disagree. Like uh, I'm t- Probably uh, the one that sticks out in my mind was the Boston College one, and they beat Missouri, um, and that was pretty much mayhem. I wasn't scared by any means because I felt <laughs> ready to, <laughs> to hold my own if I had to, and you don't want it to come to that. But I could see if someone is having that many bodies surround you and you're in a, what is made to be a tight space because there's that many people. I cannot tell you how uncomfortable – uh, that is, especially when you're probably likely the only sober one right, in that right, uh, yeah, pit right. because you are working.
0: <laughs> I, I think uh, to his point, I, unfortunately, and Squid, maybe this answers some of your questions. What will happen? What needs happen? What, what could happen? What will end up happening? The end game of all this is that with players making the amount of money they are in college now, as well as future earnings, when there is an injury, one of these schools is going to get a lawsuit. And there's no doubt. And it's going to say something about you You had every notion of knowing this could happen and you didn't protect you didn't my interests yeah. and my future earnings, and now you owe it all to me. And then that. rules will come in.
1: Isn't the SEC the only conference that has a, a fine, a monetary fine for storming the court? I know their first one's $100,000. i am not sure what their second one is. Maybe the second one's $100,000 and the first one's fifty. But they have a fine. So, I, yeah. But I also think back that how many time, you know, times people haven't been injured by court storming. And and I think to say that someone's going to be seriously injured, well, sure. But, I mean, odds are eventually, yeah. But it's not like every time that happens someone's injured or knocked to the floor or anything. There's a lot of instances that happen where,
0: where it's just no big deal. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. I don't know. There's no end game.